0: Let's do it. Are you ready for some football? Now, this is Foxborough faithful right here. Go Patriots. Ladies and gentlemen. Time for the Chatham Report. Follow Matt Chatham on Twitter, at Chatham58. former Patriot three-time Super Bowl champ joins us this morning. And, uh, hey, it it felt great. A, we had a Sunday 1 o'clock game. Perfect. Weather was good. And uh, (laughs) we walk away away with the win. My first question, Matt, is... Uh, the defense got noticed, right? This is a this is a, a bit of a change from last year. It felt like a, a much more uh, effective defense this year.
1: I would say it's a, it's a much bigger change from the Super Bowl. This defense a year ago played really well for three months, bad mm-hmm. in September. Uh, I, I would say the big thing that you're going to like about this crew going forward is the depth of the front four, not even the, the you know, getting into the linebacker portion of it, but I feel like they have a really nice combination here where they're, they're early rundown stuff, first and second down. You bring in, uh, you bring in Danny Shelton alongside Malcolm Brown. You've got bigs essentially. And then you have several different choices you can go with defensive end. So that group works in the earlier down really well. And I, they've got a group, uh, I think really the perfect complement of four guys that come in and rush in more obvious passing situations. That brings Adam Butler on the field. That brings Dietrich Wise on the field Had a great game. That brings Adrian Claiborne out there if he wasn't already. Um, it's just sort of a two-wave kind of thing that they didn't have a year ago. They just didn't have that kind of depth and they didn't have the, the diversity of body types like a giant 350 guy like Danny Shelton and then some of the more lift pass rushers that come in later. So it's just, I think, they're better players, quite frankly. So I think... Uh, they'll be able to better survive sort of the long season. Injuries will happen, but there's depth there.
0: Yeah, the TV guys made a big deal about, you know, it was more of, it, it felt like it had more of Belichick's thumbprint in the absence of Matt uh, Patricia uh, on the defense this year. You agree with that?
1: No, that's ridiculous. Uh, it's literally the same calls. Uh, mm-hmm. I mean, I think if they were thinking that they're with it and missing it, it's, they just did four man rush. I mean, the yeah. stuff, these calls they're making are the same calls they were making a year ago. Um, it's four man rush. So basically you're not, you're not doing any exotic, you know, we're going to shadow the quarterback. We're going to mirror the quarterback. That means like, Hey, we'll just rush three and you let somebody fall off and try to do something goofy because the quarterback's so mobile. It's not as if they were doing crazy scheme, uh, you know, schemes up front and stunts and things like that to try to get after them. It was just the four people rushing better. And, yeah. you know, and again, it's literally a year ago, you could have grabbed the call sheet and it would say, you know, I can't tell you the call, but a basic front, basic coverage and that's it, and that's what it was. Again, they just ran them a lot better.
0: Overall impressions of the game, I mean, as a whole, how do you feel about it?
1: That's messy. It's week one. Uh, I think you have to feel very positively uh, just going into an off season where Houston had gotten built up a little bit, and I think rightfully so. They made, they made some decent moves. They get their, their, their star quarterback back uh will fuller being inactive in pregame he had a hamstring he was sort of the burner from notre dame a high pick from a couple of years ago he gets inactivated and all of a sudden you're looking back at that Houston offense like oh it's essentially the exact same group as a year ago so that hurt them a little bit um they had a, a complete turnover on their offense offensive line so there were some question marks with them but the point of this is you're looking at one of those afc teams that is looking to make the bump up to try to challenge you and i i think you know Deep in the fourth quarter, there was more than a two score gap between these teams, and that's with the Patriots giving the ball over twice backed right. up. You know, the, the, the muff punt thing and the, the tip pass interception number near their own goal line. So that's sort of two freebies that the mm-hmm. offense gave away and uh it was still, you know, a pretty comfortable win. So you have to feel good about that, knowing that they were sloppy and still decidedly out in front of someone who can you know maybe a competitor as we get into December and all that. Former Patriot Matt Chatham on the phone let us. Go ahead, Kelly.
0: Yeah, only a seven point win, but it never felt like we were in danger of, of losing that game. Was there anything you saw that surprised you or concerned you, Matt, from the Pats perspective?
1: Uh, I would- I don't know about concern, but surprise. I mean, I think there were a lot of wrinkles to this game that you know. After working the preseason for the radio stuff, you kind of get to know the squad. You kind of have some guesses on where it's going to go. Marcus Cannon coming out and started was a surprise. We haven't seen play a live snap the entire preseason, and I say that later. And Waddle came in and, and subbed for him and finished out most of the game, so that resolved itself. Uh, the back situation sucks for Jeremy Hill, man. It looks like you know he was having a he did a nice job winning the job in camp. And had some nice runs early in the game. a nice little compliment there between him, White, and Burkhead. And then you know, on a on a on a fumble there after the big pass, he's just trying to make a tackle. And James Devlin, he's, he's trying to make a tackle too, but dives through his legs. And looks like he jacks his knee up there pretty good. So that I don't know. I don't know if that qualifies as a surprise, but just you know, this is how quickly things change in the NFL. As week one, I think we thought we knew what the back group was going to look like. I don't know the extent of that injury, but now Sonny Michel needs to get back and help me, you know, because he was that extra back that was kept to Make sure that you've got the depth there that you need.
0: I got to ask you uh, during the, or just before the game. You know, uh, you know one of the one of the guys on the football experts. I, I forget. I don't know if it was Schefter or who it was, but uh, comes out and says that the okay. Patriots were indeed seriously shopping Gronkowski for a trade. He uh, Gronkowski responds allegedly, uh, "I'll just retire because I, I, I'm not playing for anybody but Brady." And also in that same report was Brady said, "I'll quit. I'll, I'll retire right now if you if you trade him." Um, is how, how much you put into that? You you think it's one hundred percent real?
1: I feel like we've already heard this stuff. I I clicked on the, the the rap sheet, whatever video that he did on NFL Media, and I get the sense they just keep drumming this thing back up. I agree. We know that Gronk was we we, we know that Gronk was shocked. That was like a May story. And he, why wouldn't he be? He wasn't in camp, and he was he was you know contemplating retirement. Yeah. And they didn't know until later in the summer if he was going to retire or not. Obviously, it's not that they were shopping. and They certainly didn't have a deal in place. But they're Looking out to see what other people would think because they don't know if he's going to, you know, try to remain with them. Yeah, the fact that Tom, the fact that Tom offered opinion—that's not news. I think we all knew this stuff. I, in my view, this is starting to get into the trolling territory. Like this stuff just keeps coming up. I mean, can we do a Malcolm Butler segment next week? It's kind of, I'm not talking. I mean, I'm not I'm, I'm, not, I'm not. I'm not talking about you guys. No, I know. Like, okay, I know. I, it's, it's, pre, it's pre-game of week one, and it's like. Good God, people, let it go. I think,
0: especially after the way he answered the question in the press conference, he's like, "Stop! I'm, I'm going to finish my career here. I'm not playing." For, and, it, and like, boom, that should be the stamp that closes the door on it, and it should be. We should move
1: on. Yeah, and- you know. And in reality, he said those things in minicamp. I mean, yeah. It was in May or whatever it was. I mean, we're yeah. we just going to keep, you know, doing Jaws Part 13, like, over
0: it. Oh. Hey, you got a 24 hours worth of programming to fill. You know what I mean? That's the world we live in, unfortunately. I you're right. You're right. I so I, I felt, I, you know, I was excited ju- just to be able to, to to watch the game again and get back into football season to take the win. Uh, <coughs> I'm glad I'm not a Buffalo Bills fan. Oh, my gosh. Oof. Wow. Oof. That hurt. Good Lord. It wasn't even. It was Is halftime. That? Kelly Brown and somebody oh, took so, their logo and flipped the Buffalo upside down with a gunshot. Just wound made in the it. playoffs last year, but I, I will have you know, I took Baltimore giving up the points yesterday. So yeah, wow, I made that call crazy. So uh, next week we move on. What's the uh, what? What's the prediction for next week? Do we have one for next week yet?
1: I don't know. Let me. I'll have. To- Studied a little bit, but I think it's an interesting matchup early. Getting Jacksonville right off the bat here. You're basically looking at two of the, you know, Jacksonville wants, they think they're a Super Bowl contender. Houston Mm -hmm. thinks they're a playoff quality team. You get two of them quick. Uh, I don't know. I, I, one of the things that jumped out to me is, you know, Jalen Ramsey's been talking all offseason. One of his big critiques was that, you know, Gronk is overrated and he's, he doesn't do well against cornerbacks. You'll recall in the game that very first touchdown him was him one on one with a cornerback with safety help. I mean, that's, Pretty much debunks that. Not that we didn't already know that anyhow, but right. a lot of talking from him about how Gronk struggles more with defensive backs than he does the linebackers and stuff. I mean, look at all the big plays yesterday. It's against safeties and corners. I don't know what that guy's talking about. So, I mean, hopefully, I'm sure the Jacksonville may build it up. New England will try to tamp it down. But yeah. that makes this a little more interesting. Gronk looked like the greatest tight end ever again yesterday, and and it kind of you know dovetails right into this game with the team that.
0: Appears to like to talk. I I like like it when people get uh, served big glasses and shut the hell up. I'm a big fan of that. (laughs) All right, brother. Well, we look forward to talking to you coming up. It's a 425 game next week, so we'll talk to you a week from today, Matt. Appreciate the perspective as always, buddy. All right, guys. Enjoy the week. It's Matt Chatham. Follow him, Chatham58, at uh, Twitter. He comments through the whole game. Gives you great perspective. Quick break.